Alright, so we're here talking about last night's games. Uh, get into talking about today's games as well. Um, yeah, so how you guys doing today? You know, just here to talk some basketball with you guys today. Just for just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. Um, let's pull up a game. Let's, let's talk about the Celtics and the Sixers. I, I got the Sixers... Sixers, man, they're going to have to, Joel Embiid is going to have to be the best player on the floor at all times, even talking about on the floor, period, if, if the Sixers want to have a chance to advance to the next round, because Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kimba Walker, them, them guys are coming, and they want to take a step in the next direction of trying to get to the finals, and, um, Joel Embiid, it, it's just tragic that Ben Simmons went down because if Ben Simmons wasn't to get hurt, I feel like we'd have a better series on our hand. But I got the I got the Celtics winning 4-1 just because Philly isn't in full strength. Um, they, they're very scrappy though. I know they can they they can keep their way in a game and everything, but you know outside of you know keeping yourself in the game, you got to find ways to win the game. You gotta find ways to win a game. So it's like, you know, like I said, Joel Embiid has to be the best player on the team, and like I said, he's gotta find a way to just get, just be better. Can't be so soft. He's gotta go inside and he's gotta attack off the, off the bounce. When you get it, go. And we're gonna switch over to the Nets and the Raptors. The Raptors they got that in four games. Uh, like I said, the Raptors are shocked this year. Second best record in the NBA without Kawhi Leonard. So I think everybody just does their role. Fred Van Fleet, he's going to get paid in the offseason. Uh, Spicy P, Kyle Lowry, Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka. They got a lot of good role players that can create for each other. And they look real good. They look real good. Definitely, the Mavericks last night, they played very well. Even though Porzingis got ejected, it was a soft, soft ejection uh, off two techs. I, I don't, you know, that, that's, that's weak. That's weak. Paul George doing his thing. Kawhi Leonard doing his thing. They got Montrez Harrell back. I got the Clippers in six. Luka, uh, Luka Magic, baby. That's all I'm going to say. He, he, first game in the playoffs. Most points ever by for a player debuting in the playoffs. Luka Magic, baby. He's gonna he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the league for the next ten to fifteen years. Uh, I I could I could have saw the game going a different direction if Porzingis would have played the full game because, like I said, he got ejected on a weak technical foul. The, the technicals was weak, and uh, I just don't, you know, we got to, this is playoff basketball. You got to let them talk at least. At least get a few words out before, you know, giving out text, man. I, the league got to take a look at that. When it's playoff basketball, and you know, emotions run high. Emotions run high. Um, the Nuggets in Utah last, uh, yesterday, Donovan Mitchell with 57 points. He looked unstoppable. Um, I got, but I, I've got the uh, I've got the Nuggets winning winning in six. Mike Conley will get back, and he'll probably come back to them. It's either going to be two one or three zero. 
because the Nuggets full strength, Bobo, ball, ball, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray went off yesterday for 36. Uh, uh, Jokic, it's just too much for Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert's got to he got to play better defensively on Jokic because Jokic, like he's an all-world talent. He's probably he's probably a top two center in the league offensively because he's got so many fakes. He can handle the ball. He's an amazing passer. So for the Jazz to win, everybody's got to be sound. Everybody's got to move. Everybody, you know, we got you got to do the little things to beat a good team like the Nuggets. You know. I do the, the, the small things, the tangible things on the court. So I, I got I got the Nuggets in six. Right now, you got the Bucks. The Bucks are losing to the Magic right now. That's that's crazy. Um, but if the Bucks were to lose today, I still got the Bucks in five. Giannis doing Giannis things. Probably gonna win the MVP this season. He looks. Unstoppable. Then we got the Heat and the Pacers. I got the Heat. I got the Heat six. Jimmy Butler is obviously TJ's Warren, Warren's kryptonite. He he cooled off a very very hot TJ Warren when they played the other day. And um, even though TJ Warren's been on a tear, Jimmy Butler, uh, Duncan Robinson, and Tyler Hero. They're I know they're gonna hoop. They're gonna shoot the lights out as usual. So I got I got the Heat the six. Uh, the Thunder and Rockets. I, I got, I got the, I got the Thunder in seven. Just because, eventually, somebody's gonna figure out how to beat the small ball of the Rockets. Because you know you got Stephen Adams. He's top five center in my opinion in the league. He does a lot of different things. A lot of like, like I said, he does a lot of intangible things that don't show up on the scoreboard. Sets good screens. You know he challenges on shots and everything. I think I think uh, the Rockets will find a way to take that series unless James Harden and Russell Westbrook can can carry that team. Be the they got to average at least seventy five, not seventy five, about sixty points combined to even have a chance to beat the uh, Thunder. Chris Paul looking like Chris Paul of old, the Hornets. Chris Paul, he's hooping. And, you know, shout out to Chris Paul for, for getting them to the playoffs. They had an 0.2 chance of making the playoffs. Shai Gilchrist, uh, Alexander, he, he's been playing Gallinari. They, they got a squad. They got a squad. They can they can play real well. They play real well. And the headliner for tonight, we've got the Blazers and the Lakers. The Lakers were kind of sputtering going into this, and they're playing a hot Portland team, Damian Lillard. You saw he's bubble MVP. That guy can hoop. He can shoot it from deep. He can attack inside. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, he's been playing very well lately. CJ McCollum playing well. Nurkic, um, Bosnian beast. He's he's gonna he's gonna show up. He's gonna be, in my opinion, he's the best matchup for Anthony Davis. If you match if if you match Nurkic up on Anthony Davis, I think they cancel each other out. Because Nurkic ain't gonna back down from Anthony Davis. Anthony, you know Anthony Davis being a top five player in the world, him doing you know Anthony Davis things. But Nurkic is an amazing defender, and I think he can hold his own against Anthony Davis. He doesn't have to go out there and score and do twenty and twenty like he did against the Grizzlies the other night. He just has to maintain 
his level of play, maybe 20 and 10, 15 and 15 and 15, really doesn't honestly matter because Damian Lillard is going to put that team on his back, though. Damian Lillard has been unconscious in the bubble. He can shoot it from way downtown. I'm talking about at least 10, 11 feet outside the three-point line. So he's pulling from hell. Uh, I, I, I got this is going to be an unpopular unpopular opinion, but I've got the Blazers in seven. The Lakers have not been playing well with the lineup of LeBron, Danny Green, Kuzma, AD, and I forgot who they had at point. They're they're a minus forty eight. You got to find ways to win. You got to find ways to play better. At the end of the day, LeBron James and Anthony Davis cannot be off the floor at the same time because if that's the case, Portland's bench is going to torch you. But what the Lakers could expose, um, Portland doesn't play very good defense. And I heard somebody on a podcast the other day, the only way you can beat Portland is by outscoring them. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, stop them from averaging 105 points a game because of who they have on their team. So you you just got to hope to outscore them. LeBron's going to have to show up. LeBron hadn't played well lately. He had a 30-point game against the Pacers. Um, it, 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 it's a number of equations on how to beat the Blazers, but the, the way you beat the Blazers, in my opinion, you got to outscore them. And if you don't outscore them, there is no way the Lakers can make it out of the first round. And Portland looks, like I said, Portland looked like a fourth or fifth seed having their full team back. Carmelo Anthony, like I said, playing well. CJ McCollum playing with Alex Collin. And then you got Hassan Whiteside coming off the bench with Gary Trent Jr., Alfred Simmons. It, 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 it's, a, it's a recipe for the Blazers to be a tough out and actually steal, maybe steal this series. And, um, yeah, them, them guys look real good out there. Uh, in the finals, I would have to say I could see either the Nuggets and the Raptors or the Nuggets and the Celtics or even the Clippers. But um, we know the Trailblazers are legit. They're going to come out there and play. They don't have anything to lose. So, I got the nugget. I got the uh, Blazers in seven. But, you know, thank y'all guys for coming by and listening. Um, Definitely come back tomorrow with one as well after tonight's games are played. Um, and then Friday we'll get into some, maybe even a longer podcast with um, football, baseball, NHL, um, them talking about them, you know what? Them moving forward with I'm gonna I'm switch topics a little bit, but the SEC, the Big Twelve, and the ACC have com- agreed to move forward with their seasons. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I saw a tweet. Um, one of the guys, Mike Yuva, he real cool guy. I've talked to him a couple times. He's really good people. He is talking about. Will Muschamp, head coach for the uh, Gamecocks, he has talked about if we're going to travel 
I'm not taking people. I'm taking people who's going to play, not going to eat a steak pregame and an orange at halftime. So you can see that these players, these coaches are for real about their season because at the end of the day, they're not taking anybody that's not going to play. So I can see like maybe a 40-man roster and, you know, 40-man roster, maybe 45. It, It just depends on who it is, like, I saw LSU started practicing today. I've seen Georgia start practicing today. I've seen Carolina practice today. Uh, so I don't know how the... Because I know a lot of schools have canceled their seasons, and I'm not 100% sure how the uh, NCAA is going to work. But um, from the way it is looking, I see that these college coaches want to move forward with their 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 season. So, I mean, hey, and the players want to move forward too. Trevor Lawrence made a good point. If we're not here at school playing football, we're going to be sent back home to our communities where social distancing probably isn't happening. So, he, he says it's just better off playing. And I, I think, you know, the SEC, they got together. They released their schedule. Uh, favorites on the SEC is definitely LSU. Um, Alabama, Najee Harris is going to carry that load. Uh, so, yeah, outside of that, the other two conferences, I could see why the big – because, like, it gets cold up in toward where the Big Ten is at because you have to always remember that it gets cold. And, you know, coronavirus is like a flu, so you don't know whether you have the flu or whether you're just sick. So – I can see why the cancellation come. Uh, they want to they want to move the football season to the spring. And Chris Fowler said it best: if you want to play football in the spring, I don't want to hear about your safety concerns. At the end of the day, and that that was the probably the best quote and line I've I've heard all day. Uh, so, like I said, we're I'll be back tomorrow, and I'll be back Friday. We'll talk we'll talk a little bit of everything. Um, You know, so y'all just take it easy. Have a blessed day.